Football fans, fantasy fans, football's back. Week two of FanDuel. You got to get in on these contests. We do FanDuel every week. You get to pick your lineup. You may have lost David Johnson for months in your fantasy league. You don't have to lose him in FanDuel because you get a new lineup every week. I love I love monitoring it. I know Pete Prisco loves monitoring it. He gets in on FanDuel. He loves to win money. Over two and a half million players are have won a cash prize playing on FanDuel. Sign up today. Go to FanDuel.com. Click join now and use our code P-I-C-K to get a free entry into this NFL Sunday Million. Sports presents the Pick 6 Podcast, featuring CBS NFL writers Pete Prisco and Will Brinson, NFL insider Jason LaConfora, and host Nick Costos. You want NFL talk? We've got NFL talk. From training camp to the Super Bowl and through the NFL draft, our fearsome foursome has you covered. This is the Pick 6 Podcast. Football Friday Pick 6 Podcast, Nick, Will, and Pete. I am doing this from Stamford, Connecticut. Still here in Stamford, displaced from Hurricane Irma, up here doing shows for CBS. Um, at some point before I die, I would like to return to South Florida. Hopefully, any everyone in Irma's path was able to stay safe, and everyone's good. You didn't lose power, or you've got it back. Um, our thoughts are certainly with those affected by the hurricane. Um, gentlemen, Week one was not especially fruitful for us making our picks against the spread in the super contest where we are part of Team Odd Shark. I went one three and one, and that was good enough to lead this motley crew. Pete Prisco, O four and one, Will Brinson, O and four. Guys, what the hell happened last week? Well, um I'll, I know what happened. Brinson was me. one and four, weren't you? I was one and four, yeah. That yeah, is that, that, is, that is what I said. No, you said uh, 0 and 4. No, I said, I said I you were 0 4 and 1, Princeton 1 and 4. And one. I know what happened. I know what happened with me. I got too cute. I stuck to my guns on teams I liked and ignored lines that were too obvious. Like the Texans, the Texans pick was stupid. Pete called me out at the time. It was dumb. Like, why am I taking this team? The Texans, I, like, I didn't like the Texans coming into the season, and I took them getting five against a, a Jaguars team that was going to be frisky. Um, you know, the, the Titans. I, I undervalued the Raiders, how good they were. No, that was. I think that was an okay pick. The Titans pick, I think, was okay. It just didn't work out. The Raiders, yeah, we all, no, 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 no. I'm yeah, just saying I undervalued the Raiders. We knew it was a loser. And then the, Every and one then of the, us had it. That's right. When we all had it, the, we knew it was a loser. And then the Cardinals, David Johnson got hurt. They probably cover if David Johnson doesn't get hurt. They were beating the, the, the Lions. Should have beaten the Lions. When he got hurt, they fell apart. And that was a dumb road chalk pick. It, the biggest problem for me was after we recorded this podcast – so we do the super we do the super contest and we get an email that says here are the top five consensus picks that everyone's picking and it was basically Will Brinson's four. entire card. <laughs> yeah, but the four, my four losers were the top four consensus picks, and at that point, I knew that I was going to do poorly, and I didn't even you know it sucked doing poorly at the time, but I didn't even mind. I went seven and eight, which is not good against the spread for the week, and that's with going and then but like but like half of my losers were my super contest picks. Oh no, I had a yeah, week back I, in 2014 where I went. 0-5 in the Super Contest and won every other pick I had against the spread. Like, it's insane how, how that works. happens, Pete. I, uh, I'm i mad that I didn't take the Jaguars in the Super Contest because I liked them all week. I told you guys that. Um, yeah, that one killed me. I mean, the, the Falcons, up 20-10, to 10, they let that was a bad go pick, down. Pete, that was a bad look, pick. Look, I, have a, I have here on my pad, I wrote, I had L.A. Rams 
minus four and scratched it out at the last second while we were doing the podcast and took the Titans instead. So that's yeah. We I like Nick. It's twenty to ten. They let Mike Lennon go down the field and drive. Come on, give me a break. The Cardinals. I was with Nick. I was with Will and the Cardinals. If if he doesn't get hurt, they win that game. Uh, the Titans. We all. We all laid an egg on that one. That was a bad pick. I, I don't think it uh, was. I really, I, I would have made, I would make that pick again. I don't think that was. And a the bad Giants pick. was a terrible pick. Well, for, I mean, I, I told you that. I mean, I, I basically yeah, you did. Pr- predicted exactly how that. The Giants are awful. Like they're screwed. Like the season's over pretty much. Like they'll they'll win. I actually I like them this week. We'll get our picks. Here I like them up. this week too because I think everybody's gonna be on the Lions. Exactly. It's a home game on Monday night. Odell Beckham's back. They can slant it five hundred times to him. I still think the Lions. I don't know what to think about. The, all right, let's. So we'll get to that pick coming up on Monday night. Um, Super contest. And then Nick's Nick, go coming. through your picks. You had the Chargers. We both had the Chargers. So we pushed on that one. But what about the what about the Saints? Okay. You said that was the okay, worst pick. Yeah, so I actually think like like Pete, like your we all made some bad picks. Brinson's Texans pick was bad. I think Brinson's Bengals pick was bad. Pete, your Falcons pick was bad. I think I had the worst pick of the week. And it's really because we did the stupid, we made our stupid picks on the show last week. Like normally I send my picks in on Saturday morning because I'm a premium member and I can, I can do that. Um, but we made them last Thursday and, and we're on the podcast and I only had four that I really liked. And then I had to make a fifth and I've been trumpeting the Saints all offseason. So I said, screw it. Let me take the New Orleans Saints. As soon as the game started, I'm like, I'm screwed here. Sam Bradford looked like like freaking Dan Marino in that game. The Saints was the absolute worst pick of the week. But this is how much we care about you, dear listener. We are still going to continue making our Super Contest picks on Thursday. We're taping this 10 a.m. Thursday morning. You are listening to this some point on Friday morning or in the weekend. Um, but, yes, we are making our picks Thursday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. That's how much. We care about you, right? Well, hey, can we um, can we make can we do? I mean, I think there should be like a, a like a caveat in there. Like, I don't think anybody should. I don't think I don't think you like I don't think you should be allowed to make five picks, five best bets on here and then change all five. No, no, I, you're locked in. These are your picks. I think. But I think like if if an because look, injury reports come out Thursday and Friday. And the deeper you get in the season, the more those injury reports matter. Like, for instance, if I took the Giants and then the injury report comes out on Friday afternoon. And Odell Beckham is go- is looking like he's not going to play. I'm not taking the Giants. I, so agree. I, I, think, I agree with Will. No, nah, I think. Look, fo- follow us on Twitter at Will Brinson. Okay, but but aside from an in- major injury like that, you can't change your picks. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. Fine. Okay. At the Costos for Nick. At Prisco CBS for Pete. If we're we'll have like I have my best bets on the site too. Those go up on Friday anyway. Like I, I have to write them tonight, so my picks are locked at that point anyway. I, I, I'm really hungover, and this is just. I'm gonna go. What what a week this has yeah, been. You're, you're just the squirreliest of the. Like you hey, want by the, way, the freedom to change your picks on Saturday morning, but we're not going to give it to you. Unfortunately, um, you're going to have to get locked in on Thursday, buddy. I did a Blake Bortles when the when the electricity went out and threw darts against the dartboard for an hour and a half, and that's how I got my picks this week. Well, by the well, way. well hopefully, it, hopefully your wife wasn't home because if your aim was like Bortles, you may have struck her while you were trying to hit the wall. That was the joke everybody made on Twitter. You're the you're just so so easy to predictable, Nick. I mean, but here I, you have to remember, like I'm in Stamford, freaking Connecticut, like and 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 it's insane here right now, and like I, I haven't been, I've barely been on Twitter this entire week. We're going out and I, you know what. Tito's has been my best friend this week, and I'm not talking Tito Santana. I'm talking Tito's vodka, Tito's soda with a lime. I've had about 500 of them this week. I'm kind of hungover right now. Had a nice night last night. Still in Stanford here. All I want to do is go home to South Florida to the to the beautiful tan Latin women Wee! in my own apartment. Says, 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 right. uh, I'd like to point out. I'd like to point out two things here. One, I'm scrolling through your Twitter feed. 
you've tweeted at least 160 times over the past four days. So let's not act like yeah, but, but, but 100, Two, 155 I of hope, them came on I Monday hope night. that there's some. I hope that there is some professional athlete out there who listens to this podcast and goes J.J. Watt for you and starts to, a fundraiser just for Nick Costos, who's had to spend all week. You're single. You don't have, you don't have anything to do. Like you got a you got an apartment in, in Fort Lauderdale. You just spend all week in Stanford, Connecticut. Get out of here. Listen, Jamie just, Eisenberg, he's the real hero. He left his pregnant wife. How do you think he feels? I was out on the road for 12 days during camp, oh, Nick. I didn't moan up. and groan just like you. You and Jamie Eisenberg moan and groan like babies. You're in prison. You're in Connecticut. Work. In a highfalutin hotel. What kind of hotel are you in? It's a nice, pretty nice Marriott. <laughs> <laughs> I had to work until 2 a.m. on Monday night oh, watching football, guys. Do you know what kind of hard life that is? Um, it's just, Guys, just let, me, just let me have my complaints. You're not wrong, obviously, no. but I, I'd, no. I'd like to complain. Oh, my God. You've tweeted, you've tweeted 700 times since September 10th. This is, you're <laughs> no, out of control. But, but all of them were on Monday night during the football games while I was about and melting it's just, down. It's just pictures of you drinking bleach. Yes, yes, which I which I would like to do at this moment right now, talking to you two yabos. All right, let's get to our picks, man. I'm I'm fired up. I, I'm going five and zero this week. All right, so Fair let's enough. so so again, the picks that we're making, you may see different numbers when you look at your whatever you have on your site, etc. We are making the super contest picks with the super contest lines here. So again, we taped this on Thursday. So let's quickly give some analysis for Bengals Texans. You will have already watched the game by the time it happens, but we'll give you our pick now. Um, Pete, the Bengals six and a half point favorites at home over Deshaun Watson and the Texans. I like the Bengals. I know their offensive line isn't very good, uh, but the other side's offensive line is even worse. Uh, I think the Bengals will find a way to make some plays down the field. I think Watson will struggle in his first game. He, you know, he came in last week and looked okay, but he threw a couple bad throws, got away with him. We uh, had a pick that was called back, I, I, but you didn't see the linebacker. I like the Bengals minus the six and a half. Will Brinson. <laughs> I've got the uh, Texans get with the points because I think it'll be closer. I don't feel – and I think a lot of people will be on Cincinnati because of how bad um, both of these teams look. I don't particularly feel great about it, and I this is a stay-away game. Uh, for me in any sort of personal fashion. These are some fun facts for you guys about the Houston Texans. Oh, I love fun facts. Over, this is a good one from Michael David Smith. I actually hadn't calculated this yet. Over the last 54 games, this, Deshaun Watson starting on Thursday night, will be the Texans' 18th quarterback change in 54 games. That's can, can insane. I, can I throw something out there? Uh, no, I'm, I'm done with my fun facts. I, I, I got a good since, question. Uh, since 2014, the Texans have started nine different quarterbacks, which is more than the Browns have started. And they've had nine different games where two quarterbacks have thrown five passes or more since 2014. Bill O'Brien has the quickest hook in football, as Jason Lockenfora wrote about on our website. And it wouldn't be surprising at all to see Tommy Savage come in. They gave Tom Savage 15 passing attempts against the Jaguars. Now, he was getting beat up, but it, it's – it's insane. Remember, he yanked Brian Hoyer for Ryan Mallett. Then Ryan Mallett overslept his alarm clock against Miami. And now you're I mean, it's, it's insane how aggressive he is with these quarterbacks. I do think Deshaun Watson, I do think with Deshaun Watson, they'll at least be smart about this on a short week. It's a rookie quarterback. You know, you got a, a veteran defense. Vontez Perfect, not back yet, but, but uh, Adam Pacman Jones will be back. I think you build a, some junk in. Some stuff early on to get Deshaun Watson in the flow, and then you got to try to establish the run. I think they need to use uh, Donta Foreman more, Lamar Miller, be more creative with him. We'll see if they do it. 
I like the Texans a little bit, not but not a lot. I mean, it could go. The Bengals could blow these guys out. Texans could be Texans. Could, look, the Texans could be a bottom ten team in football, and if they are, everyone should be fired because they gave two two picks. Can I to give the you, Can I give you credit here, Will? Because I sort of lambasted you when you said this on draft night and and in the, the months after the NFL draft. You were the, actually, and I legitimately mean this, the first person in the NFL media to say that this could work, come out aces for the Cleveland Browns, that they have Houston's uh, number one and number two pick next year. And you said, if Houston's going to be really bad, and I stopped you, and I was like, look, Houston's not going to be bad. They've got the defense. Now they've got Watson. I think that you were looking pretty good since you said that. Literally, you said that on draft night. Well, the really interesting thing about those picks is that, first of all, if Deshaun Kaiser is not the guy, it gives them ammunition to go up and get a quarterback in a, in a draft that we think will be filled with talented quarterbacks. If Desha- but it, here's to me, it's fascinating. If Deshaun Kaiser is the guy and they get four top 50 picks and they have an offensive line already in place, I like the mojo that Cleveland's got going. I don't, I don't want to get excited about the Browns. I'm just saying. I, I kind of By the way, too. the Texans' defense isn't nearly as good as people portrayed it as being. What, 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 what did you see from Watt last week, Pete? And again, people are going to hear this after they watch the game, so let's not spend too much more time on it. But what did you see from Watt last week against Jacksonville? He was good in context of everybody else in the league, but he wasn't J.J. Watt good. And, uh, you know, he still he got blocked a couple times. He got put on his back by Mercedes Lewis on a play. He got, you know, blocked by the guard. They, they lined up uh, on a one run play. They lined up Omame, I mean, uh, Watt and Clowney against Omame and Robinson, not two great linemen, and they both handled them and they had a big run off of it. He got blocked, and I was a little surprised by it. And you know what else? Clowney got blocked. Clowney got handled by Cam Robinson the entire game. And Cushing's now out of there, and the secondary didn't play that well. It, I mean, they didn't tackle that well. It just wasn't a good performance by their defense. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay the points with the Bengals here. But like Will said, I will not be personally invested in this one. It, it, it's a stay-away game, but I just don't like the mojo right now with Houston, and I think the Bengals' offense gets back on track after the goose egg last but- week against the Baltimore Ravens. The Jacksonville Jaguars guy, super impressive last week. Pete just got into it a little bit. Their defense was awesome. Ten sacks of Texans quarterbacks. Now they get a chance to move to 2-0 and and beat another divisional foe, Will Brinson. They host the Tennessee Titans on Sunday. The Titans are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Yeah, this is an interesting game. You know, I think Pete has pointed out accurately that the Jaguars' defense is was uh, was the focal point, but that the Jaguars offense was actually, you know, more impressive than people thought, especially against the Texans defensive line. Cam Robinson played well, you know, Leonard Fournette, you, uh, according to next gen stats at NFL.com faced it eight men in the box or more 58% of the time against the Texans. And he still got a hundred yards on 26 carries with a touchdown. He is a physical downhill runner and they are going to wear him out this season i wouldn't be surprised at all if Fournette finished the year with 350 carries and that bodes well for them again i like this game is probably going to go under too because we have a bunch of running the ball i thought that tennessee despite the score against oakland when you go back and watch the game actually played a lot better than the score would tell you marcus marietta looked sharp and i think the things that bugged me about tennessee Basically, they just got too cute. I mean, they kicked the onside to start the game, and that was why. Don't do that. You don't, need to, you don't need to start the season with an onside kick. You make That's the Raiders go the full. Yeah, it's dumb. And they they really early on, and I I think I think their the problem that they had was that they were trying to kind of keep the Raiders off balance by throwing a lot early on, 
And that goes against what your strength is. You need to run the ball effectively, and especially against the Jaguars, you want to establish a you know a presence in that running game and try and counteract that big pass rush and that strong defensive line from Jacksonville. I like Houston to win here. I mean, excuse me, Tennessee to win here and to cover, but I'm a little squeamish about it. Um, I think the Titans, I think we see a little bit of a market correction here and in, in the, in the Titans win this one. But not one of give your best me bets, those, Will. Give What's me no, those no, no. points, baby. Give me those points. Give them to me. And not only that, <laughs> make it one of my best bets. This yes, Petey, I love defense, it. That defense is the best defense in the AFC South. And I don't think anybody's going to argue with that now. They Here's what happened. Calais Campbell, Malik Jackson, and all the, the, the veterans on the team, they took the preseason off. When it was time to play, they went and played. They're nasty, and Gogway can rush the passer. Miles Jack is faster. Dante Fowler's a much better player. The corners are lockdown corners. Uh, Barry Church helped them in the secondary. Give me the best defense in the league, and then they'll run the ball. It'll be low scoring, but Jackson will find a way to win that game. I like Jacksonville to win the game outright. Best I, bet. I can't believe I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this. I agree with Prisco. I don't know if I'm I'm not going to take the Jaguars to win. I, I don't know yet, but we're making our picks against the spread here. I don't know who's going to win the game. I think it's going to be close, but I think you have to take the points here, Will. I think that's a sucker bet by you. Good job not taking it as a contest pick because I think that right. would be Pete a big fat giant. What? Loser! Uh, so I, uh, I will take move, the Jaguars as well, but not before a best we move on, I need to, I need to point something out here. I just want to say that it is so, so exciting to have Pete Prisco back in on the Jaguars. Uh, there is. was a stretch of time leading up to the season where Pete was telling everybody, their brother, to, to bet the under on the six and a half wins. You can have him at two wins, two games in the season. Pete, we did this overreaction. I don't know if you listened to the pod, the last pod we did, because you were, you were, you know, uh, rescuing orphans in Stanford, Connecticut, next. So you weren't on the show, but the Kissing babies, I pointed forget. out. I said overreaction. Jaguars can win the AFC South. Lock and Four and Prisco are beating me down, calling me and saying they're like, "Oh, you're such a clickbait monster." And then Pete's like, "I kind of agree. I like the Jaguars to win the AFC well, South." Who knew that? Who knew that the rest of the division wasn't going to be as good as everybody thought? I mean, you thought the Texans I mean, the were going to be good. South. They usually stink. Yeah, but you thought the Texans were going to be good. I took I. Went to the, now, went to the I, window I, I, in Vegas I thought, and bet I the under. The, I thought the Texans the, the would Titans, win. Everybody thought the, tit- the Titans defense was a, was a major issue last week. That's a concern going forward. It, it certainly is. Um, <coughs> so, Nick, you taking him in the contest you, or no? No. No, I'm not. Okay. You are back in on the Jacksonville Jaguars, no. and I love it more than anything in the world. Uh, the only thing that I love <coughs> I'm more I'm not in. Than, I, just, I just look for You're back in, baby. The only I'm thing that I love more, Pete, than, than, than you being back in on the Jaguars is Will Brinson's Super Bowl pick Cardinals over Chargers. Next up, guys, the Baltimore Ravens hosting the Cleveland Browns, as, as Will smiles at me on Skype. Uh, the Ravens, Will, are eight-point home favorites coming off the shutout last week of Cincinnati. Oh, man, it's a little concerning. The Ravens, that's a lot of points because I think the Browns are better than uh, – I'll start off by saying this. I – I like I, – I'm definitely taking the Browns against the spread. And I kind of want to take the Browns. One of my best bets, but that seems I mean, like a I mean, hold on a second. Like, 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 Pete, do you have emphysema, buddy? Like, when you're going to cough, like, can, can you pull the microphone away from your mouth? I did cover the mic. Right into it? Take, your, take your short little pterodactyl arms, put one <laughs> over the microphone, and cough, okay? You know, um, my short pterodactyl arms can sure give you a right cross to that big old forehead you got over there. Have you guys seen the video of the LSU tailgaters? No. Where I saw this. I don't know how I stumbled across this yesterday on Twitter. So this like drunk lunatic and he's got like a broken arm is like what he's like in the middle of this circle and there's like some frat dudes like yelling at him. And one guy's trying to like calm things down. And this guy takes him and just 
levels him. He's got a cast on his right arm and just delivers a straight shot to his face. The guy gets down. Then he, and it's, it's, I'll, I'll tweet out the – I'm not going to tweet out the video. I'm surprised you it. didn't write a clickbait article on it. Uh, it's college football. If it had been an NFL game, I would have. He actually, um, he, actually, he actually picked that guy to now beat the Chargers in the Super Bowl, Pete. Just for the record, are, are, are your – are your you guys Super Bowl pick? Are they zero and one or one and zero? I have a one and zero and an zero and one. I have a one and zero and an zero and one. You have you have an zero and one winning the Super Bowl, who will probably win six games this year. Nah, Chargers. Uh, the Chargers. Chargers. No, the Cardinals. Still be you have the Cardinals winning. I mean, if the equivalent of losing David Johnson for two months is losing Tom Brady, or no, it Tom. isn't. For that team, no, it isn't. Stop it. All right, so he's the, the best player back. on the team. Let's, the most you're, you're comparing player. you're comparing a running back to a quarterback. Stop it, Brinson. You know better than that. Steve Kime said he wouldn't trade him for anybody. I don't believe Steve Kime. Did. No, Steve's, Steve's a uh, liar. Yeah, trade, <laughs> yeah he'd a, trade him straight up for any of the quarterbacks out yeah, there. Yeah, you wouldn't trade him for Aaron Rodgers, Steve. I'm going to go on that one. Um, I like the Browns here. I, I'm debating on it being a best bet situation, but I think that you can't if debate it. You have to make your picks now. You have to make the picks by the end of the podcast. I am aware of that. If you'll allow me to finish my sentence, I'm not going to make it a best bet. I do like the Browns. I think in a division game, getting eight is a market correct market correction situation. People are not buying into the Browns as a viable, uh, frisky little upstart team. Ben Roethlisberger pointed out after that Steelers game, which was a much closer game, nothing the score indicated. It was just a close game that that the Browns are going to cause some problems for people. I think the defense can bottle up that Ravens offense a little bit. I am worried about Deshaun Kaiser getting pressure, but I think that the Browns' strength, which is that offensive line, can hold up against that Ravens' defensive line, which is a really big strength, a little bit. I will take the Browns, but not as a best bet. Pete? I like the Ravens. This is a first road start for a rookie quarterback, and that's and he's facing a really good defense, and that's always challenging. Uh, the, the Ravens' defense was fantastic last week. They can't. They don't let you run the ball. Pierce and, and Brandon Williams are just big loads in the middle, and Mosley can get to the football. And I think the two safeties, Weddle and Jefferson, will will pick them off a couple times. So I don't love the game. It's not one of my best bets, but I, I'm going to take the, the Ravens and lay the points here. Not one of my best bets either. I will lay it with Baltimore, but I, like the Zeitler injury bothers me a little bit. I don't think Cleveland can run it, and Kaiser can't go on the road and beat the Ravens here. I do worry about Baltimore's offense. Flacco did not have to do much last week. I didn't think that he looked really that great. Didn't maybe have the zip on the, on the on the old fastball that he normally has. He's coming off the back injury, so we'll see if he rounds into form. But I think that Baltimore wins this game by 10 points. I like the Ravens, but not enough to make it a best bet. Will Brinson, the Carolina Panthers, seven-point favorites over Sean McDermott in his return to Carolina and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, this is, uh, this is another interesting game where you have two teams that – it's you know it was, it was sort of hard to predict what this line would be. The Panthers didn't look dominant against the 49ers, but they snuffed out a bad football team. And the Bills didn't blow out the Jets. They covered, but they didn't blow them out the way that Carolina blew out San Francisco. I think Carolina is a much better team. I think Carolina's defense is going to be a top five unit. They looked fantastic against San Francisco. They will be able to bottle up LaShawn McCoy and Mike Tolbert, who got 12 carries from the Bills for some reason on Sunday. They will limit Tyrod Taylor. There are not enough weapons in that passing game to beat the Panthers. And I think the Panthers hold the Bills to under 14 points. And you see Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey actually get going a little bit in this game. Cam came out slow 
I think they're going to run, they're going to try and run the ball 40 times again. They want to, they want to do that early on in the season because they know they got the, uh, I think the saints and the Patriots coming up in the next two weeks after that. I think they would love to run the ball, limit cams ex- exposure, let him take a couple of shots, kind of still get back in the flow. I'm not saying this is a preseason game for the Panthers because it's not. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a real football week too, but it's their home opener. I got the Panthers as a best bet catching a touchdown. Wow, like it, Will. I like it. Yeah, I like the Panthers in this one. It's not one of my best bets, but I, I just think this Buffalo team is a very good. Uh, they played, a, you know, the Jets last week, and they were at home as the opener, so there was a little more going. And it was like Will said, it wasn't a blowout. McDermott comes back. So there's always that factor as well. Sean McDermott, the coach of the Bills, was the Panthers' deep coordinator. I just think Carolina's the better team here. They're at home in their home opener. I like the Panthers to cover. I don't love them. So at, at some point when I'm back in Fort Lauderdale and things return to normal and we have a dedicated producer just for this show, we will get a sound effect for things like this because, Pete, you know what's coming here. It's the... The kiss of death, because I also like the Carolina Panthers minus seven. Will, that means you will lose this pick, and you should back up the Brinks, the Brinks truck on the Buffalo Bills coming up on Sunday with the points. Guys, it's the Patriots and the Saints in New Orleans. Both these teams coming off losses in week number one. Pete Prisco, Tommy Brady and company, six and a half point road favorites. Love Tommy Brady and company in this one. And it is one of my best bets indeed. You give Bill Belichick extra time to face a crappy defense like the Saints have, they're going to be ready for him. And not only that, I think that there's no way the Patriots defense is going to continue to be as bad as it was against Kansas City. I love Drew Brees. I think he could score on anybody. But this is going to be a shootout in the end, though. I think this is all about the New England Patriots getting extra time. 37-27, so lay the points. Right with you, Pete. I got it as the best bet, too. Look, here's the deal. The Patriots got humiliated by Kansas City at home in an opener where they were def- starting their defense of a Super Bowl championship. All anyone talked about all offseason was the Patriots going 16-0. and The best they can do is 15-1. and Their defense was embarrassed. Their offense was embarrassed. Tom Brady looked like crap. Six and a half points is too many points on the road unless Tom Brady is angry against a bad defense. He is going to go ham. Brandon Cooks returning to his old team. He is going to go up top to Brandon Cooks. The secondary of the Saints, they're off a short week. They had to play on Monday night, and the Patriots have 10 days. This is Blowout city. I agree with Pete that I like the over, although it's a little spooky because it's just it's going to be really high. Wouldn't be surprised if he's 60 points. Wouldn't be surprised, though, if the Patriots won something like 35 to 14. Blowout for the Patriots. Best bet. Guys, this is also one of my best bets, except I'm going the other way. I'm taking the Saints with the points. Pete, Pete, you go. The Patriots' defense isn't going to be as bad as it was last week. Why is that? Did they suddenly have Jamie Collins and Chandler Jones back? I mean, last no, because night, they had Bill Belichick to fix it. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, they got Bill Belichick to fix it. Too bad the front seven's atrocious. And look, the Patriots' defense isn't good, and Drew Brees is still playing quarterback for the Saints. The Saints are at home. The Saints are going to score a ton of points. It's no way tackles. It's no way, offensive it, tackles. Yeah, yeah, and the Patriots don't have a pass rush, so it's not going to freaking matter. The Saints are going to score a ton of points in this game. I like. I think the Saints are a live dog in the spot to potentially win the game outright. Loser. I will take the Patriots to win the game, but you're damn right. Bet one of my best bets: the New Orleans Saints plus six and a half points. May God have mercy on my night soul. When you had the rotten pick. Yeah, I got. I got to tell you, Nick. Look, the, the public is going to be on the Patriots. It doesn't matter. I think this line ends up being closer to ten by the time it. No, um, it's not getting to ten. 
Nah, okay. it's not going to ten. Okay, it, it, it'll go to seven and a half at most. Right. And I mean, I would. I, I, you're if locked the, in at, uh, and you're locked in at uh, what is it? Plus six, six and, and a half. half. Six. And I half think yeah, you got a loser, Nick. I think the thing. I think the thing you are messing up here on is that you you picked the Saints to win the division, and you are hang into the preseason hype that you had on the Saints, and you are ignoring the fact that that defense is by far the worst in the NFL. That, 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 offense, that offense is discombobulated right now. They don't have the weapons that Breeze needs. And Pete, they don't have any offensive linemen. Yes, they, have, they don't have the protection for Breeze. Nick, Guys, that pick I, I, smells worse than your room did this morning when you got up with your hangover. Let's put it I, that way. I fully admit that my pick of the Saints last week was terrible. Even if the Patriots win this game by 40 points, I am okay with my pick of the Saints this week. Because Loser. I'm, no, because I'm making this pick with some... <laughs> Well we, we, well, we will see what happens see, because both of you guys, yeah, we do need sound bites here. That, that will happen at some point, hopefully next week. Let's just move on here to the Cardinals and the horrible, pathetic, hapless Indianapolis Colts. It's really telling, right, that the Cardinals coming off a loss in week number one where they lost their best player until Christmas are a touchdown favorite on the road just seven days later. That's how bad Scott Tolzien and the Colts were. Pete Prisco, Arizona, a seven-point road favorite. It wasn't just Tolzien who was bad, and he was awful. The entire team had problems because they don't have a lot of talent, particularly on the defensive side of the football. That's going to be a season-long problem. And this is a lesson for little Willie Brinson on the National Football League. Quarterback, much more valuable than a running back. The Cardinals don't have their running back. The great running back, and they take him over anybody. But you know what? The Colts don't have their quarterback who is 10 times more valuable than that running back. Therefore, I am taking the Arizona Cardinals. Lesson number one for little Willie Brinson. I, I, first of all, <laughs> I've got the Cardinals winning the Super Bowl. They lose this game. I am a loser. Uh, second of all, no, I've never said that running backs are more important than quarterbacks. I know that quarterbacks are more important, but I think David Johnson is a critical piece to the Arizona Cardinals. That said, I don't think it matters who's playing quarterback for the Colts. This is a terrible, terrible, terrible roster. They went out and got a 46-burger hung on them by the Los Angeles Rams. And I, I hate taking the Arizona Cardinals minus seven on the road, but I can't back the Colts. I don't think the, I don't think Colts fans are going to back the Colts. I don't think the Colts guys backs the Colts. This is a bad, bad football team, and they're going to get blown out again on Sunday. I, don't uh, I got the Cardinals. I don't think they're going to get blown out. I'm going to take the Colts here to cover. It's way too many points on the road. Look, maybe, maybe the Cardinals do blow them out. This is a stay-away game for me because I don't think the yes. Cardinals are that good. I do think that the Colts will play at least with some, you would hope, with some more passion and intensity than they showed last week. If not, I mean, Chuck Pagano could be out the door before before season's end here. He might not even make it till the end of the season. I'll begrudgingly take the Colts because it's too many points for a home underdog against a team that I don't think is that good in Arizona. Give me the Colts plus Seven. Gentlemen, the most impressive team in week number one might have been the Kansas City Chiefs. Went into Foxborough last Thursday night and laid a whooping on the New England Patriots. They come home for their home opener now at Arrowhead and welcome in Carson Wentz and the 1-0 Philadelphia Eagles. Good pick by Will Brinson last week with the Eagles on the road against the, the Redskins. So, Will, I'll give you first word here. Kansas City, five and a half point home favorites. Yeah, I, the one thing I was right about before the season was the uh, well, the Texans, I guess, in the uh, NFC East. I kind of, I kind of had those picks looking pretty good, and I think that I like the Eagles a lot here. I don't love, I don't love how much, how much. 
Uh, best bet much. I like the Eagles a lot here. I'm going to put them as one of my best bets. I think that people are going to be – I think the public is going to be on Kansas City because of how good Kansas City looked. But the Eagles – now, the Eagles, I'm concerned about their secondary. It's a problem. You have Tyreek Hill and, and Kareem Hunt who can get deep and get open. Um, speedsters, they had two – I think two the two fastest runs, according to next-gen stats, like 22 miles an hour of last week. Um Hunts was on the uh, the touchdown that he scored on the left side on the on the pitch, I believe, and then Tyreek Hill, of course, that that streak down the field. They're a dangerous team, but I think it's gonna be a lot harder for Alex Smith to throw down the field in the face of this Eagles pass rush. A little concerned about the Andy Reid, Doug Peterson, uh, you know, grasshopper situation going on there. Mr. But Miyagi. I think, I think, yeah, yeah, Mr. Miyagi action. I think uh, slightly bigger, Mr. Miyagi. Um, same mustache though. It looks, I like, think he looks that, like he ate Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mr. Miyagi with a fat costume on. Uh, but I like the Eagles here. I like. I think the Eagles are still an undervalued team relative to where they should be in terms of the the spectrum. And I think five and a half points, which is what we got it at, right? Five and a half. That's right. Five and a half is too much. I'll take the Eagles plus five and a half as a best bet. Back-to-back roadies in the National Football League is brutal, even early in the season. It's tough to do. You're also getting a team that's rested at home, and the Chiefs are 34-16 and against the spread against non-conference opponents at home since 1992. Give me Andy Reid against his pupil in this one. I like the Chiefs. I don't love them. But I think you got a loser in your best bets contest this week with this one. Well, I mean, Will, of course you know that like games that were played in 1992 have major impact on what's going to happen in 2017. Another trends, stupid stat Nick, from old stupid stat Prisco. Um, this spread like, like half of your illegitimate children were born in 92. <laughs> I have no illegitimate children. This is a little I have no children, right? period, which is the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> Um, Can I confirm or deny those rumors? Um, did you see my tweet? Did you see my tweet from last night? I did. This that was, was pretty funny. There's an actual conversation in my house. My wife said, get in bed. Robbie said, no bed. She said, bed, yes. He said, N-O, no. She goes, Y-E-S, yes. He goes, no, Y-E-S. It's just it's three and it's insane, man. This kid is nuts. <laughs> Love the kid. He's got a little attitude. And, oh, so and, much and, attitude. And by the way, to be fair, like Brinson's got a good head of hair. I'll give him that. Robbie might have the best head of hair I've ever seen on a toddler. The, the, the kid's got yeah, lettuce. You know, the kid's got lettuce but, Nick, this. you know the way he said it. Robbie said, no, N-O, no, because, you know, he learned from his dad. No, he says I, it like no his, we he says, will not do that in the Princeton household. No, no, Mom, no, no, we will not Al, do no, that. No, Alistair, bring me, bring me my bottle, please. Um, Robbie, do you want, Robbie, do you want a second heaping of caviar for supper? <laughs> no, caviar, no. He sounds like, he sounds like the, the little kid in the veil from Game of Thrones. That, uh, like Lysa's daughter, um, whose name is escaping me at the moment. Anyway, um, I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. I'll back Willie Brinson here. Not a best bet, but when in doubt, take the points. Uh, I will take the five and a half, but I don't feel good about it. Now can I, I can I just say by the way that, that my pick my pick on my best bet here was the eagle. I was debating between the Eagles and the Browns, and I just feel more confident in the Eagles matchup with their offense. And I think Nelson. Aguilar. So you're setting it up. If the Eagles goes bad and the Browns win, you could say I should have taken that one. That's what you're doing. But forget about that. You got the you got the Eagles. I mean. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, I'm going to find you a, got a loser or something. It's a winner. <laughs> okay. I think that I've got a winner in this next game. Guys, it's the Steelers hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Pete Prisco, Pittsburgh, five and a half point favorite. The Minnesota Vikings look like the easiest pick on the board, which is why they're not. <laughs> this is a lock on the other side. The Vikings are not 
nearly as good as they looked on Monday night. They're playing on a short week. They have to travel on a short week. That's never a good combination. Steelers are playing their home opener. They were a little rusty in the first game against the Browns. I think they get it all back on track. Le'Veon Bell didn't run the ball very well. I think he gets back on track this week. Love, 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 love the Minnesota Vikings minus the five and a half. It is one of my best bets. It's the Steelers minus five and a half. I mean, the Steelers minus five and a half. You (laughs) like them that much, huh? Love the Steelers minus five. You just told on yourself. I like the Vikings here, and it is obvious. You know, they're they're getting a chunk of the public money. That's no surprise. It's not a best bet. I, I do think that it's so high, it's a little spooky. I just have a hard time believing. Like, look, that Vikings, the Vikings offense is is overrated right now. Okay, I mean, and, and the, the the concerning thing is that the Saints actually got some pretty good pressure on Sam Bradford, and they they banged him around a lot. You know, Sam Bradford's making these throws in the face of pressure, but the fact that the Vikings offensive line lets the Saints get any pressure at all is a big red flag. Stephon Diggs, who was on this podcast and was fantastic, uh, is a very good receiver. Adam Thielen, a very good receiver. Kyle Rudolph. This is an underrated skill position for the Vikings, but I, I don't. I think the offense is going to sputter a little bit against the Steelers' defense. The Vikings' defense, though, is not a joke. This is a legitimate top-end defense in the National Football League, and I think the Vikings keep it close enough, but not a best bet. Um, I don't even think I need to give analysis here because Pete Prisco gave it for me. One of my best bets of the week, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Vikings. Uh, you by... copied my paper yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, you... yeah, yeah, I copied your paper, or I tweeted three days ago that the Steelers were the most obvious pick of the week. Pittsburgh, one of my Nobody best follows you on Twitter. Best. Next up, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, a seven-point favorite, Will Brinson, over Mikey Glennon and the Chicago Bears. Mikey Glennon's homecoming in Tampa Bay against Jameis Winston and company. Nothing better than a Mike Glennon revenge game. You know, I, I decided to stay away from both the Dolphins and the Buccaneers in terms of best bets because I, I just don't know. That week one bye thing is is very odd. They haven't played. We haven't seen anything. We don't know what to expect um, You know, from – Tampa's offense in terms of target share for Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson. And the same thing with Kenny Steeles, who I love to pronounce like that, uh, Jarvis Landry, and, and of course, uh, Parker, Devontae Parker there with, with Jay Cutler. Um, I think in this game, I will be taking the team that is getting the points because, I, to me, the Bears are, and I don't want to read too much into that week one game, but I think the Bears are frisky and friskier than we thought. Did you guys see this report from CSN Chicago that the that the Bears basically are trying to claim they hid purposely hid Tariq Cohen throughout the preseason so no one would know what they had on their hands? How does that make any sense? You don't hide a fourth round rookie like you're like we did. They purposely didn't tar- they're claiming they purposely didn't target him That's in the stupidity. preseason in the passing game because they wanted to bust him out in the passing game against the Bears. I do think Tariq Cohen is going to be a major part of that offense. And I think he's going to be sort of um, he's going to be used sparingly, five carries. You know, he had 12 targets, eight catches. He is going to be a factor moving forward. And with Mike Glennon, who capably distributed the ball, and Jordan Howard, and Tariq Cohen, and some corpses out of the wide receiver position, they got enough to do some damage against this Buccaneers defense. I like Tampa to win, but I like the Bears to, clo- uh, to cover. I just don't like it enough to be a best bet. I'm surprised you went with the the emotions of the hurricane last week and took the Texans. I'm surprised you're not going with the emotions of the hurricane and taking the Bucks here because uh, that place Florida is their home no opener. It's their home opener. They're going to be going nuts. They're chomping at the bit to play. 
Mike Lennon stinks. I don't care what he did at the end of the game last year. Last week he was inconsistent as hell. He's going back. There's going to be a ton of pressure on him. There, Mike Smith will throw a million coverages at him. He'll be confused. He's going to throw two picks, and the Bucks will cover. I don't love it, but the Bucks cover the number. I'm with Will Brinson. I'm going to take the Bears with the points here. I just think it's – I don't know that Tampa Bay is that good. Like, they need to prove it to me. I know that people are high on the Bucks and maybe deservedly so, but they have not done it yet. Like, maybe they go out there and they win this game by 17 points, and next week we're saying, wow, like, I really undervalue Tampa Bay. But until that happens, I can't lay this many points with Tampa Bay. I'll take the Bears, but definitely not one of my best bets. It's the L.A. Chargers guys hosting the Miami Dolphins. The Chargers, regardless of whatever city they play in, San Diego, L.A., the moon doesn't really make a difference. They find a way to lose these close games. Pete, they are four-point favorites over Jake Cutler and Miami in Cutler's first game under center. Yeah, and again, Will mentioned it. It's tough to evaluate these teams that didn't play in week one, and you got a team that has a game under its belt that's always an advantage for the team that played. Uh, and Miami has been on the West Coast the entire time. Remember, a year ago they did that, and they ended up winning their game when they stayed out there the next week. So they have some experience doing that. Uh, having said all that, I think the Chargers are the play here. I don't love him. I, I you know, San Diego, nine and one off against the spread off a division game over the last three seasons at home. Uh, that matters to me. I will take the Chargers minus the four. I don't love it though. Yeah, I've got, um, you know, I actually don't know what I picked in this game. Is that, is that, is that impressive that I don't remember who I picked? I, this game, this game just confuses me. Again, I mentioned that, you know, the Dolphins off, you know, off that week one by are a very perplexing team. I love the Chargers and, you know, as a team this year, obviously, and I'm really just filibustering so I can try and find who I picked on this team. Like, how do you not uh, know who you picked in the game? Like, it was your pick. Yeah, I mean, we just they just have to do them on like Tuesday morning. It's just I forgot about it. Um, and I even wrote my picks yesterday. I got the I got the Dolphins. I'm going to take the plus four, and I fully expect the Chargers to blow them out. I think the Chargers. That's all I got. But Will, how can this is your AFC Super Bowl pick? Will you're not you're you're off the Chargers bandwagon already? No, I think the Chargers will blow them out. But four is too many. The Chargers keep it close. I do think that what we saw in the fourth quarter is interesting. I think the Chargers came out a little tight against the Broncos and tried to play it way too conservative and. And then we saw him kind of open it up, and they started letting Bosa and Ingram cut loose. And that's that fourth quarter, man. That's what the Chargers can be if they're playing well. So they'll probably do it all this. They'll probably they'll probably pull it out um, this week, and I'll, I'll pick against. Them. I loved Will going. The Chargers will blow them out, but four is too many points. Doesn't make any sense. But um, I gotta say, Wisenhunt and Gus Bradley were they paying? Were they awake on Monday night? Like they both, I thought were atrocious. Um, they got to get it together here. That being said, I'll take the Chargers here because I think that people will know that the Chargers lost. Cutler's in Miami. People will like to grab the points with the Dolphins, which means the Chargers win this game by seven or more. Give me L.A., but that will not be one of my best bets. Uh, next up, it's a rematch of the Heidi game, guys. However, 40, 50 years later, the Raiders hosting. I gave a Heidi game reference. That's pretty bad. The Raiders, I'm hungover. The Raiders, 14-point favorites over the pathetic New York Jets, Will Brinson. Yeah, this is a this is a uh, it's a tricky one because like the Jets are terrible, right? I mean, they couldn't even cover against the Bills. The Bills are also terrible, and yet fourteen points is too many points in a game this early in the season. And yet, I will be taking the Raiders. I think the Raiders look fantastic against the Titans. This is Marshawn Lynch, Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch's first home game in front of his hometown crowd. And he's going to be pumped up to run the ball. He looked, 
I was floored how good he looked against Tennessee. He looks skinnier, maybe because black makes you look slimmer, but he ran the ball really well, explosive, plowed through Jarrell Casey in that game. The Jets have a good defensive line, but they, the Raiders will still be able to run. And you saw the pocket protection that Derek Carr was getting against Tennessee. He's going to get similar protection against the Jets. I wouldn't be surprised if they took their foot off and ended up winning by 10, but I like the Raiders to cover the 14 in a blowout. Give me 14. Are you kidding me? Give me 14 points against a team that actually can stop the run. Uh, the Jets are pretty good against the run. I'm telling I know McCoy got some yards last week, but the Jets are going to be fine. Give me 14 points. I don't care. They're playing on the road, and it's always tough, you know, back-to-back road games, which is what they're doing. But you give me 14 points, and I'm taking it. I don't think the Raiders are that much. The Raiders aren't as good as they looked last week. And I still think they have defensive flaws. I'll take fourteen. I just love the fact that that, that Pete like like his theories only work sometimes, right? The right, right, right. Like, exactly. I, I saw no, you no, smile it's there, tough to do. But fourteen points—that's ridiculous. Well, Pete, I may it's agree bit- with you on one thing, Will, that Pete said, which was the Raiders might not be as good as they looked last week, but the Jets are as bad as they looked last week. This is like like look, it's not going to be a best bet, but how can you? You can't take. I mean, I guess you can because he's doing it. I'm laying the points with the Raiders here, and I feel very. It good is about one it. of my best bets. By the way, the Jets 14. plus 14 is one of your best bets. Yes. You're jumping out of your seat. Will, what is that? If you had to describe that pick that Pete just made. A big fat giant loser. I, look, here's the thing. When with I'm, the Jets. When I'm sweeping the board. Come talk to me late Sunday night. The Jets have. I, look, I don't like laying the 14. It's a lot of points in an NFL game. But I, I go back, I hearken, I hearken back, if you will, to the Browns in 2016 and how it's like, this is just too many points. The Browns have to cover. The Jets don't have to cover. The Jets are tanking. They're terrible. They're playing Josh McCown. The, their number one receiver is like Pete's younger brother, Pauly. I mean, this is this team is garbage, and they're not going to win the game. 23-17, but you give me 14. 23-17 is not a winner. Are you nuts? Like, no chance here. Um, Not one of my best. Wait, 23-17? You think the Jets are 23-14, 23-13. 14 points. Give me the 14 points. All right, Pete. Uh, I, I cannot believe that is one of your best bets. One of my best bets forthcoming in the next game, guys. It's my Los Angeles Rams, my quarterback, Jared Goff, my wide receiver, Sammy Watkins, two-and-a-half-point home favorites, Pete Prisco, over Kirky Cousins and the Washington Redskins. Yeah, I I don't love this game, but I I watched the Rams on tape the other day. Man, they look good. And, and, And Jared Goff, who... You know, Nick, you've been on his bandwagon as much as I have. I think he's he's going to have a good year under uh, McVay. They looked really good on defense. They get Donald back this week. He's going to play. Uh, I like the Rams uh, to cover the number. I don't love them, but I take the Rams in this game. I've got the Rams as well. I do think the Rams are a little bit overvalued because of how well they played against the Colts. But look, it's not like they beat the Colts 21 to 12 like the Bills beat the Jets. They beat the Colts 46 to 9. 40. They dropped 46 points on them with two pick sixes. I have concerns about the Washington Redskins and their ability to push the ball down the field. I have concerns about Jay Gruden's play calling and how he's managing it while being the head coach. And I think that the Eagles and the Rams present a similar problem from a defensive standpoint to the Redskins in that they can get pressure on Kirk Cousins. Aaron Donald's going to be coming back. And I think you are just 
you're just going to see uh, a lot of pressure on Kirk Cousins and some turnovers, and I like the Rams to win at home. In fact, they're my best bet, one of them. Wow, you got the Rams as one of your best bets, Will? Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm going to go the other way here, and I'm going to go against my Los Angeles Rams here. I, I don't like the fact that I'm not getting it at three with the Redskins, but this is how it works, guys, right? The Rams are coming off a huge blowout win in week number one. And you guys know I love Jared Goff, but now the hype's a little out of control for Jared Goff and the L.A. Rams, whereas the Redskins, a disappointing home loss in week number one. The spread comes out, and it's under three points. Everyone's going to take the L.A. Rams, but not me, damn it. You know why? Kirk Cousins going to have a huge game here with Terrell Pryor and Jamison Crowder. In fact, Will Brinson, if I were to, and I will, have a fan duel lineup this week, I would stack Kirk Cousins, I would have Terrell Pryor in there, and I would do it with Jamison Crowder. And I will do that, Will, with, with what promo code here for FanDuel here for our great listeners of the Pick 6 podcast. You're new, you, look, you drafted David Johnson. Your team is trash for the next several weeks. You didn't even get Kerwin Williams off waiver wire. You don't know what to do. You hate your fantasy football team. You go to FanDuel.com. You click the Join Now button. Use the code PICK, that's P-I-C-K, and new users are going to get a free entry into the NFL Sunday Million, over $1 million in cash prizes when you make your first deposit. That's a free entry. I'm looking at this, and I got to tell you, Kirk Cousins, not a bad pick. He's looking at 7700 bucks, but I see some other options I might like better. Cam Newton, 7800 Marcus Mariota, 7900 Although against the Pete's Jacksonville Jaguars, I don't know if I love him. You pick a quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a kicker, and a D. You pick these guys. You Look, if, if you're like Nick, and maybe there's a league out there. I don't think FanDuel has leagues where drop deep balls count for anything. But if they do, that Kirk Cousins, Terrell Pryor stack is going to work out really well for you. It's fantasy football for everyday fans. New contests start every week. No busted season. Something for everyone. Lots of contests to choose from starting at just a dollar. You pick a contest, choose your team, and you watch it in real time. It is one of my favorite. Like, I don't. I have like 12 like, fantasy teams. I don't watch them during the day, right? You watch not, FanDuel. I mean, like I'm rooting for them. I don't, have, I don't have the bandwidth. I'm working. I keep my FanDuel lineup open at all times because when that dude scores and you see your name, you're watching the scoreboard and you rocket it up and it says like you're winning 60 bucks this week. There's no better like adrenaline rush. At the start of the games, you get an early touchdown. All of a sudden, you're winning a million dollars. No, it doesn't, it hasn't lasted that long for me, but it might this week. Again, sign up today. Go to FanDuel.com. Click the Join Now button. Use the offer code P-I-C-K. You can be a millionaire this Sunday. Austin Hooper won me $20 last week in FanDuel. That's a good job by you. I actually started – I think I started Carson Palmer and still won money. That's a good job by you, Will Brinson. But a better job by me because not just the Washington Redskins covering the spread, guys. The Washington Redskins go into Los Angeles, beat the Rams outright. One of my best bets. I'm considering making this next game one of my best bets as well. It's the Cowboys in Denver against the Broncos. Will Brinson, Zeke Elliott in Dallas, two-and-a-half-point road favorites over Trevor Simeon in Denver. Yeah, I got a best bet in this game, and it's uh, the the home team. I think the Denver Broncos, their running defense is a concern against a team like the Dallas Cowboys with that offensive line and their ability to run Zeke Elliott. Dak Prescott is, look, I think he's going to be in the MVP conversation this year because of how poised he looks and how good he'll be behind that defensive, uh, that offensive line, excuse me. But the Cowboys are big time overvalued here, in my opinion. They played against a Giants team that might just might not be very good. 
And the Giants defense held them to 19 points, limited them in the red zone. And the Giants defense isn't nearly as good as the Broncos defense that helped to keep Phillip Rivers limited. And I think you're just seeing some public overvalue based on the Cowboys winning in that primetime spot. Based and, and people are sort of sleeping. People are literally sleeping when the, Bronco, when the Broncos are playing. It's an excellent defense. Trevor Simeon is better than people think. I don't think that the Cowboys will be able to slow down Simeon. I don't think they'll be able to slow down Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, and C.J. Uh, Anderson. And then who's the uh, – is it Benji Morris? Who's the, who's the other, who's the other wide receiver? Benny, Benny Fowler. Benny Fowler, Benji Morris. Benny Fowler caught two touchdowns. I actually like him as like a really For, his, 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 new na- his new name is Benji Morris, by the way. I don't know his name, but I like him as a six. I picked him up in our in our six in our twenty four team office league at CBS, and uh, I like the Broncos as a best bet here, catching points at home. Pete Briscoe. They happen to be one of my best bets as well. I, I just Uh-oh. think the Cowboys are an overlay here. Uh, when you look at their team, their defense played way above uh, their head last week. They're not that good. I think Denver will move the football on them. I think Denver's defense is very good. You're getting almost a field goal at home. Give me the Broncos plus the points. They're one of my best bets. You know, here's where I've kind of screwed myself by going last on the picks that we give here. Because as the podcast has sort of gone on here, I have I don't feel good about the Saints pick. And I'm considering bailing on the Saints because we'll make we'll, we'll lock in our official five picks at the end of the podcast coming up in a couple minutes here. And I'm considering replacing them with the Broncos here. And you guys are both going to say, oh, it's because we took the Broncos. Don't you dare replace it with them. You stay away from our Broncos. I, yeah, I, get the hell out of here. I get may, the hell out of here. I, the, the one point that I think that, that neither of you guys mentioned, but I know you agree with, with Skandrick out, this Cowboy secondary is garbage. Made look better last week because the Giants no, offensive. stay the hell away. You're not moving to the Broncos. No. Trevor, no, no, Simeon no, is going to. They're not going to be If you move to, to the Broncos, we you all You told us how much game. you love the Saints. You're not changing that yeah. pick. I, Get I, the hell out I, of here. I, have, it is, I am well within my rights to change the pick if I want to. And I have a couple minutes to decide. But I'm with you guys here. Kiss I'm of punching death. your pitch nerve if you change your pick. It's not, Yes, I will take the Denver Broncos here plus the two and a half for all the What do you reasons. have? What is it brought with your neck? I, my, my neck screwed up. I need to see a spinal specialist. We'd okay, rather not talk about pick, it on the podcast. If you change your pick, I'm putting you in the neck headlock when I see you on Sunday. You, you, will, you, will, you will not touch me or else you will be fired in favor of one of our uh, one of our new hires <laughs> who may be angling for your job, Pete Prisco. Next up, it's the Seattle Seahawks here. A two-touchdown favorite at home, uh, Pete, over Brian Hoyer in the 49ers. Okay, I just made the case a little while ago why I'm going to take 14 points. I ain't taking this 14. The reason I'm not taking this 14 because Seattle's defense is going to be in a feeding frenzy against that bad offense. I, I just think that the 49ers lack playmakers. I, I know they think they have him in Garcon and in that group. They don't. And I think defensively they're going to get – Russell Wilson's going to play much better than he did a, a week ago. I don't love this game, but if I had to play it, I'd lay the 14. I am – I'll take the 14 too. No, I'm laying that... the 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I guess I should rephrase that. I am taking. I thought about flipping back and forth um, with the to the 49ers because one thing that I thought that stood out to me watching that Panthers 49ers game is that. Well, first of all, here's the here's the biggest reason I almost flipped back to the 49ers. I'm taking the Seahawks, but I almost flipped back to the 49ers because all of us on CBSSports.com have the Seahawks, and that was the kiss of death last week. It's been the kiss of death for like several years when every one of us is on a team. If you go the other way, you usually end up coming out all right. The Seahawks' offensive line is really bad, and the 49ers' defensive line actually put a pretty good amount of pressure on Cam Newton. But this is a game where 
the 49ers are not going to be capable of scoring more than 10 points. It's in Seattle. It's against this incredible defense. They are dominant and are able to shut down, and I think the Seahawks roll. I agree with both of you guys. It's a lay it or don't play it. You can't take the 49ers in the spot for the reasons that Will uh, Will and Pete um, just eloquated, so I will indeed lay the points with the Seahawks, but not a best bet. Sunday night football, Pete Prisco. We can't wait for it. Two of the best quarterbacks in football, NFC Championship game rematch, opening of Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Georgia as the Falcons a three-point favorite over the Packers. Yeah, and this is a tough game for me. I, I had a real tough time. It's not going to be nearly the blowout it was a year ago uh, in the championship game. It just won't be close to that. The Packers are much better on defense. But I think in the end, the Falcons are going to find a way to win the game. But it'll be a field goal game. I can't go either way. I think it's going to be a, a tight game. I'm not. Uh, if I had to pick it, I'd pick the Falcons. But I think it'll be right on the number. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the Packers here. I think it's a situation. It's a little concerning because I'm pretty sure that there's going to be. A lot of action on the Packers. I think the public will be all over the Packers because they're just a public team. And I do like the Falcons. It's home, new stadium. They're going to be hyped up. The defense is really good. The offense still has all the pieces. I question whether the Packers are actually as good as their defense looked. But give me Aaron Rodgers getting points. Anytime I can take them, I will. I'll take the Packers, but not as a best bet. I hate the fact that I'm not getting Atlanta here at minus two and a half. Um that would make it a surefire best bet for me. And again, our best bet's coming up in moments here. I have not decided on, on my five just yet. But I'm, yes, considering, I'm considering on pulling the trigger with the Atlanta Falcons, guys, as one of my best bets here. I'm still going to lay the three points here. I think that coming off the game last week against Chicago, where they struggled, Green Bay looked great against Seattle. This this line is going to tick down under a field goal by kickoff. Um, Super Contest screwed me here by making it only Falcons minus three. I will lay it with Atlanta. I may make it a best bet. Our best bet's coming up in moments and we close with Monday Night Football where Mr. Monday Night went one and one last week but truth Mr. be told Monday not. if I had not been bullied into making my picks last Thursday I never would have picked the Saints I would have gone one and oh but alas that was not the case please you were taking the Saints the whole time you Mr. did you Mr. thought it was the greatest pick in the world Mr. Monday Not. Mr. Monday Night gets a chance to get back on track as the New York football Giants Will Brinson a three and a half point favorite over the Detroit Lions I love the Giants here. The the line is stupid. Why wouldn't why would you take the Giants? That's that's my logic for taking the Giants. I also think Odell Beckham is going to play in this game. If he doesn't, I may. I, I, this is why it's not a best bet because I have to make the call early. If Odell Beckham plays, I think the Giants win. I think the Giants defense gets all over Matthew Stafford, limits them, and I think the Giants actually win by a pretty comfortable margin at home on Monday night in sort of a mustish win game pretty early in the season. Uh, I'll take the Giants, but not a best bet here. I will take the Giants as well. I, I Not as one of my best bets, but I, I think this is a big – when you look at this number, there, it, it, something's fishy about it. They yeah. beg you to take the Lions. I, I like the Giants. I think they get back on track. I love the Giants in this spot. Love hey, the New hey, York boy. Giants. No, oh, I God. Mean, no, it, I think that we all – like to the listeners to be like, if even if we all agree, like I think we're right. And this is one of those where even if the Giants don't cover – I'm okay with making the pick because the Giants looked oh, as no. bad as they could have possibly looked on Sunday night. The Lions looked as good as they possibly could have looked against the Cardinals, and the spread's three and a half. Everyone's going to want to take Detroit. Not me, damn it. I'm taking the New York Giants. But as Will said, the caveat will be if Beckham is ruled out, 
before the weekend. I am absolutely changing this pick. So I am saying that right now. So follow us on Twitter and we'll, we will say that if that's the case. But as of right now, the New York Giants make my card as a best bet. One of my five super contest plays. So let's run them down now. Let's lock them in and make them official. Will, starting with you, you are five picks this week. Team Odd Shark in the Las Vegas super contest. Hashtag Team OS. I will take the Panthers minus seven. The Patriots minus six and a half. The Eagles plus five and a half. The Rams minus two and a half. And the Broncos as home dogs, a pick that Nick Costos will not be allowed to select. Broncos plus two and a half at home. My best bets. Jaguars plus two and a half. The Patriots minus the six and a half. The Steelers minus the five and a half. The Jets plus the 14. Love it. And the Broncos plus the two and a half. Those are my five best bets. All right. So I I am going to take the Broncos, guys. I'm taking no, 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 Again, he's copying papers like he always does. This is literally a copy paper, paper situation. He hasn't done his own homework since he was in second grade. He copies you No, we're not taking the Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos plus two and a half. What college did you go to again, Nick Fordham, I, I right? I went to Fordham, which is, the, which, 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 is, which is a better school than either, either you schmucks went to. And, uh, and, wait, wait, you, and you cheated your way through school. You copy everybody's paper. You're a little, wait, you're you a little thief. You're sneaky. That's actually, that's actually true. You're reading that pick for us. Okay, so I am taking the Broncos plus two and a half. Oh. That's one of my best bets. What, what, what do you, of course, why can't I take them? Because then it will submarine it. Will all three lose it? Well, that's fine. Fine with me as long as all three of us lose. Okay, so my picks are in. I can't change them. So otherwise, I change it just not to have the same pick as you. I am taking the Redskins plus two and a half. That is my favorite pick of the week. Loser against Willie Brinson on that one. I will be taking the Steelers minus five and Top a half. Of my paper again. I will be taking the New York football Giants at minus three and a half. And here's where it gets fuzzy for me because I want to take the Falcons. But I, I, if they were minus two and a half, I would really, really like it. But like Will said, I do think this is a field goal game either way. I don't think Atlanta is going to kill Green Bay in this spot. So you know what? You know what, guys? I'm going to do it. You want me to not take Denver? I won't take Denver. For the, for the good of the podcast, I'm off Denver. Thank you. Fine. Even though I don't like it. And I think it's going to come back and bite me in the ass. I'm going to take the New Orleans Saints plus the six yeah. and a half and give me the Atlanta Falcons minus three on Sunday night against the Green Bay Packers. You know what this is here? I'm not trying to win the Super Contest at this point. I just want to beat you guys. And for the good of the podcast, for entertainment value, I will not take the Broncos. And I'm just saying it right now. You guys will win that bet. That is a good pick by you guys. That is not a jinx attempt by me. By me, I will bet on the Broncos with my own money on Sunday. But for the good of the podcast, I will lay off. So my picks, Redskins plus two and a half, Steelers minus five and a half, Giants minus three and a half, hashtag Mr. Monday Night, the Saints plus six and a half. Monday not. Uh, the Saints pick will be a loser. And the Atlanta Falcons minus three on Sunday night football. That does it, gentlemen, for the Pick 6 Podcast. Hopefully, the next time I talk to you will be from sunny Fort Lauderdale this Sunday night as we tape our Week 2 Reaction Podcast that you will have bright and early on Monday morning. For Will Brinson and Pete Frisco, I'm Nick Costos. Happy wagering this weekend. We will talk to you. Okay.